giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Episode 222 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and thebrewhall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild, Warcraft Hunters Union, and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Okay, today is, it's still Sunday, July the 22nd, thank God, uh, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. So you can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions. And I understand there's already a discussion going on about the best and, or which is the worst expansion so far, uh, whether it was uh, Cataclysm or Warlords of Draenor, although I suppose you could answer by with, with any of the, the, the previous expansions. I don't know. I have to say Cata is probably still my least favorite of the bunch. Do you guys have least favorites or... Yeah, it's really hard because the uh, current expansion always or often feels worse, and it'll be hard to know until we get into nostalgia realm and start looking back. But right now, I feel like I enjoyed Cataclysm more than I did Warlords for in-game content, at least. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a worst one when you hate the least or hate the most, Bendek? I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean. Like you said, I think it needs some hindsight before I go and say that Warlords is the worst expansion, you know? Because yeah, I, Cataclysm, okay. is, I probably enjoyed that the least, but that's it's not necessarily the expansion, it's just how I was playing the game at the time, I think, you know? Like, I wasn't uh, I, raiding that much in Cataclysm, so... I completely agree, because, I mean, technically, I mean, as, as, we, as each expansion has come about, they've probably made a lot of improvements, certainly quality of life improvements and th- things like that. So, uh, I mean, technically each one is probably better than the one that came before it. But a lot has to do, like you say, with what activities were you doing? Were you having fun doing it? And, and who were you doing it with, too? I mean, I always yeah. say Wrath of the Lich King is probably my favorite. But a lot of that has to do with the guilds I was in, uh, the people that I was playing the game with uh, influenced that more than anything. I bet if we were to go back and play Wrath of the Lich King and you know be able to go, we probably wouldn't be as happy with it, given all the improvements and things that have happened over the course of, of the successive expansions. That's actually true because uh, when we did episode one hundred, I did a, I went back and watched, listened to you guys doing your old podcasts, and the very first ones you're all complaining about the Argent Crusade tournament, so it's not entirely the bed of roses we remember it there were some negatives but there's negatives in every expansion and i just want to say that in this one the story as you level is pretty good we just forget about it because we've been 100 for five months now but that part i think was very well done i would agree yeah, with i that. agree <laughs> leveling was fun they just sort of stopped the story uh at least it felt that way once you once you hit level 100 it just kind of kind of went away for the for the most part but anyway well well why don't we talk about some hunter stuff because we actually do have hunter news and things to, to to chat about um one of the things that came up this was in our our, our skype chat uh, earlier today actually i think bendik you had mentioned that you'd heard about some lfr q issues i don't do lfr so this hasn't impacted me at all but 
what was happening there? I guess a lot of hunters specifically were complaining about their queue times for LFR. Well, apparently there's a bug, um, and it's just, I guess, I don't know if you remember LFR and Cataclysm, where you still had, you could actually need and greed on stuff back then. It wasn't right. personal oh, it was loot. That's right, yeah. they, they hadn't done the personal loot, you're correct. So anyway, when they put a group together in LFR, they'd have only a certain number of male users, a certain number of leather users, and I guess in the back end that system is still there for some reason, so... <laughs> Because there's so many hunters, it's kind of increasing the queue times for hunters. And I guess shaman too. So, so all the male wares are getting... getting yeah. uh, and is, oh, is it healers? Probably not healers, or is it just DPS, or if you're just a male weather? Well, I don't, Ameri- know, I don't even know. I'm not even sure. It's just apparently it's hunters are just experiencing longer queue times than others. And I mean, I don't really do L, uh, LFR either, but I've checked out queue times, and depending on the day, it's time of day it's like anywhere from one to two hours to get into an lfr wing which is crazy yeah maybe it's better on tuesdays but i don't know maybe um you know and 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 like i said if you're if you're in a a a guild or or a regular raid team that goes every week you probably don't have a strong need to go to lfr certainly not for gear but if you're like, we're starting to skip a few bosses here or there, so at least we'll probably do that this week. So it might be for me, it might be worthwhile to hop in there just to try and get uh, get my tomes because I don't have my. I'm still working on the tomes to get the legendary, so um, that would be the only reason I could think of where I might want to s- step into LFR. Although I, it, it hasn't been as bad this time around. This expansion, I mean, they really made it rather easy. I would say at least the. I think I tried a few bosses in um, Blackrock Foundry and, and High Mall LFR when those, those came out, and it was really rather easy. I didn't think there was any 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 issues with it compared to what it was in Missa Pandaria. The LFR was a little bit seemed a little bit more difficult. Last expansion. Yeah, it definitely was. It seems this time around they just sort of strip out all any any all the mechanics, all the damage. You just have to stand there. I mean, we were sort of. Ch- like I said, unfortunately, we don't do LFR. So if anyone in the chat room has doing it, if you've done, uh, which was it, the uh, Shadow Lord Iskar? Um, well, that's actually, I was going to mention that. That's coming out this week. Oh, it is this week. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering if what they're going to do with the eye. If it's going to be, you know, you can just completely ignore it or what. Because yeah. if you've done that encounter, you know it's going to be a nightmare in LFR if people yeah. have to pass it around. But yeah, I, I would agree that that would be a diff- very difficult mechanic to to do in LFR with that type of group. I, I don't know how you would manage that. Even with, um, if you have the add-on, it certainly makes it much much easier to, to to manage. I love that add-on. I mean, you just look at who's got the debuff and click away. Yeah, it's called Iskar Assist, and and it's very nice. Um, uh, there's not a lot of options and settings for it, though. So, I mean, occasionally I'll I'll misclick. I'll hit the wrong person. I feel bad about that. <laughs> Randomly toss the orb to someone. Huh. <laughs> you deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's so quick, though. It shouldn't be a problem. And with that, if everybody has the add-on. Yeah, and it doesn't take that long to you know. You have plenty of time, really, to to, to toss it out there. At least in normal. I haven't tried them in heroic yet, so I don't know. Um, 
how much difficult it is in heroic versus uh, versus normal. It doesn't feel different. At least if you can do it in normal, you should be able to do it in heroic without any problem. But yeah, I forgot that uh, they've really staggered the releases for uh, LFR. Uh, for Hellfire yes. Citadel, I, th- I think it goes into August. If I'm well, it will go into mm-hmm. August before it's all said and done. They've really stretched it out. Yeah, five wings. So it'll go to I think August twenty fifth or something like that for Archimond. That's right. I, I wanted to say I, th- I thought it was like almost the end of August before you'd actually be able to go and finish it, which is a long time. All right, so uh, someone check the chat room. We've gotten a. Ali was saying some folks are having trouble hearing things. Is that still a problem for folks? Or are you guys doing okay? I don't. I have the audio for the stream muted, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell. And I've got like. I think thousand. people said it was buffering or something like that. That might just be okay. Twitch, though. It, yeah, that might be Twitch. I mean, it could be. I mean, I'm doing a lot more on my computer. Uh, today than I, than I normally am. We usually have someone else do the uh, do the technical stuff. So, all right, I won't worry about it. It seems to be fine now. Okay, sorry guys. All right, well, well, why don't we talk about the the hot fixes that came out for six point two? Uh, got hunters got buffed, which uh, well, so let's talk about those buffs and see how good it really is and what it really means for hunters. Um, I saw that uh, the first one was for Beast Mastery, Beastial Wrath, now lasts 15 seconds, up from 10 seconds. I, that's a nice change, no? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a huge change for DPS, but uh, it's nice. It's fine. It's fine yeah, in PvP, it, too. <laughs> yeah, it's same. Like, PvP, it's probably the nicest change for it. But, uh, like, the set bonus for Tier 17... Mm-hmm. That uh, summons the extra pet. That still only lasts ten seconds. It doesn't give you the extra five. Yeah, I hadn't so tested I, that. I hadn't realized that. That's that's too bad. I, they probably did that intentionally. I'm guessing just because you know they just don't want to emphasize the old set. I would guess, but who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, for damage wise, it's not a huge increase. It's only like a couple percent overall. Just like a little boost. For AoE, it should be more than that, because you can really burst down with a lot of multi-shots. Keep Cleave up even longer with the Bestial Wrath buff. But Yeah, in, yeah. Those, in burst situations, you'll get if, you know five more seconds of it, so that's nice. It's just, but it's not like a... It's not like, look out marksmanship, here comes BM. Right. It's not yeah. that. <laughs> right? I, no, I've, I've been sticking with marksmanship for doing the raids, but I like to still run around with a pet and do a beast mastery if I'm out and about in the 10 in jungle or even doing some of the time walking dungeons, uh, which I did last weekend. So I like having that five extra seconds, especially against some of those elite mobs in the 10 in jungle. It's, it's, it's kind of nice. And, uh, you know, it just feels sort of more classically like an old beast mastery hunter as well just having your, your your pet be big and red for longer i'm trying to think what the i mean overall i mean over the course of time the duration of that ability has kind of gone up and down it's been adjusted a little bit and i'm pretty sure it was much longer you know thinking back to burning crusade and even even in wrath of the wrath of the lich king 
I think I don't think it's ever been longer than twenty, right? Right. I think twenty. Was and at max. that point, it was also only on the hunter. I, I mean, only on the pet. On the pet. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's still nice. Um, and then survival got got buffed too, and it. And it this is one of those I think that sounds really good on paper because it's a big number. You know, Black Arrow, Explosive Shot, and Serpent Sting damage were all increased by 25%. But I think, you, you know, looking at it, it's really much to do about nothing, I think. I mean, yeah, it's, it, yeah. Go ahead. it's not going to bring survival into a competitive range. It is, I mean, the Black Arrow ones, Black Arrow was the only ability that was doing much damage for survival so that's kind of cool extra 25 percent is something there but overall it's just not bringing the class up to competitive nature well let's put it this way survival is no (laughs) longer the absolute worst dps spec there's now i think a couple below it (laughs) yeah uh, on the sim charts i mean But it's still bringing up the rear, and I mean, you do you. Now, I know Bendik, you ran Sims, and you compared it with uh, both Tier Seventeen and Tier Eighteen. So, for someone who's in Tier Seventeen gear, I mean, is it even worth? Is it okay to just kind of bring it into your to your raid group, or is it you're just still falling way short than the other two specs? I mean, yeah, you can bring in your raid group. It's just. If you're trying to help your guild kill new bosses, it's you know it's probably going to be a detriment though. That's the only problem. Like just the way the fights are in this raid. Like if, but if you're just casually raiding, like I don't know, like you can play anything, right? You can take exotic munitions, do whatever the heck you want. If you're just casually raiding. Yeah, uh, you know that that's definitely true. And I think even in places like LFR or whatever, it depends. You know, it's so different now. Because we have so many levels of difficulty, well, you know, between the normal, heroic, mythic, and LFR. I mean, you have all these flavors of, of rating, and even even dungeons too. There's you know, mythic and heroic now. I mean, it's just that uh, there's no longer sort of one spec size fits all. You know, I mean, you know, you just sort of really have to look at the what you what you enjoy doing and the content that you're actually doing, and, and make some decisions based on on that. Yeah, I think these buffs it just it just it makes it so that if you really want to play it, it's not like it's not like you're just totally wrong for playing it. You're just you know it's now it's just less wrong. <laughs> Sounds terrible, but yeah. Well, it's just the nature of being an all DPS, you know, a hundred percent pure DPS class. That and the play style of all three just isn't that different i mean they they've tried to work on spec differentiation a little bit but i mean you know it, they they feel similar enough that if you if you play a hunter enough that you know the, there's not a huge learning curve like going from one one spec to the other at least i don't find it to be that way that it's not hard to pick up one one over the other so they still feel similar enough in that regard Yeah, I just I just find it funny how many times Serpent Sting has been buffed since 6.0. It's it's gone up, I swear. Like it's like quadrupled in damage over all these hot fixes and patches. Right. <laughs> it's still not enough. It's still not enough. Yeah, I mean, they buffed it 25. percent I mean, I guess the question. I mean, the, the big thing was if you have to go look into what happened in 6.2. I mean, it really was that that initial tick damage that was that they got rid of. 
essentially. See, I don't. Yeah, and they were saying that was a bug, but like in beta, that was not like they didn't present that as a bug. It was like that was part of the feature of Serpent Sting that it did that initial tick, and then they started saying it was a bug for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that change or that that fix, I guess, really is what did in the 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 spec or was a big part of what 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 did it in for for this patch and you just wonder i guess if it's a bug it's a bug and and they they didn't want to but you know i don't know if i don't know if it would kill things for them to 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 make it a feature you know rather than than a bug (laughs) yeah it was definitely the one of the more interesting parts of playing survival i mean it kind of only got your explosive or lock and load to react to that's you know a small part of it but it makes it a little more interesting and then you've got your different levels of multi-strike to react to when your trinkets go off or your guns uh enchant goes off your scope and that was kind of it like maximizing that was how you maximize damage with survival it was the interesting part of the gameplay so now i don't know i mean i don't know maybe it wouldn't work in this expansion because everybody would be up over a hundred percent with their trinkets, so they'd use other trinkets. But uh, yeah, it just doesn't seem—I don't know—interesting without it. It was the fun part of playing survival. Uh, I guess the good news is—I mean, we, we know we're going to get another uh, expansion here, and that's when they do their their class changes. So, and they they seem to overtune things a lot so you know we can look forward to survival maybe being like the top spec not even the top hunter spec but probably the top spec in the game <laughs> for a while <laughs> in the next expansion especially if they do like another hey play with the devs or you know like like it's one of them coming out saying hey which which one should i try and everyone of course will say oh go survival go survival and then yeah we'll, we'll, it'll get the marksman treatment i'm sure yeah, I'm really curious if they're going to go back to what they tried in the Warlords beta, where they had the uh, lock and load depending on different procs and stackable you know, saving stuff. It seemed like there was some backlash to that at first, but then after they took it away in the beta, there was a lot of reaction like, no, that was good, that was interesting. So, I don't know. If maybe How did that work again? Was it... Yeah, could, have, you're... could you have like more than um, two or three... Yeah, you could get up to five at a time. Right, right. And you could stack them, and then you could wait and you know use them at a bursty moment. But I guess the the point was there was no there was no real reason to wait. Right. Yeah, I think that's what we figured out. Like pooling them and and saving them, hanging on to them wasn't really there was no benefit to to doing that. Right. Yeah, I think weren't enough enough buffed moments where it would be you know soon enough to use them, and if you lost one of those, then you were in lots of trouble. Are costing a lot of DPS. Yeah, and then there was the bear trap. That the bear trap. <laughs> oh, <know>. bear trap. <laughs> did, did it, I guess I'm trying to think if they even put it. Did they? They talked about doing it. Did they? Did it ever make even make it into the beta for 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 testing purposes? Not in the one we could play. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, not while I was in. I don't know if the really early friends and family maybe, but. Not when I got it. Yeah, I don't think. Well, the did. bear trap was also in a one of the. I think it was Wrath of the Lich King beta. It was. It was. Yeah. And there's. I think there's footage of it out there. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure you're right because it. Uh, during the beta, I think someone might have even like. Uh, I, I thought I saw a video somewhere of someone using it from the Wrath of the Lich King beta because I don't. That didn't even make it to the, <laughs> to the live game in Wrath of the Lich King. 
you know, it's just something that I don't know. I don't think we'll we'll ever see it, but yeah, survival definitely definitely is going to need some work uh, in the next expansion. There's there's no question about it, um, you know, which is unfortunate. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm happy playing marksmanship right now, and I think all three of us all, are all doing that. And I know, Bendek, you finally got your four piece uh, this week, as well as your legendary ring, correct? So you got you've got your legendary now. Yep, it's it's. I mean, it's all. I got a lot of stuff this week. I also got the Manoroth heroic yeah. weapon. It's like I swear my DPS has gone up. There's just this week alone has gone up like twenty k. And the Manoroth, that's a seven fifteen, correct? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, uh, the four pieces. It's the dream. So let's talk <laughs> well, about the four pieces. The more you play with it, the more you like it. Yeah. It's just so. It, it's almost like another spec. It's not even the same old marksmanship. Yeah, and it's just it's, so powerful. And so what it does, it just makes your aim shot instant all the time, right? So you just have yeah. instant aim shots the whole <laughs> permanently, which is nice, which is sort of – it's interesting, right? Because you're used to having some of these tier bonuses just be a proc or, or something like that. And this is just essentially a fundamental change to the mechanics of, of the spec and you know, of aimed shot. And, it, and it's, it's it's big. I mean, you know. I mean, how many more aim shots do you think you're getting? Number one, I can put an exact number on it, but it's it's a lot. I mean, before this, usually Chimera shot was often like the top ability, but now aim shot is like just way above it. You can just get so many of them off, and the the two piece bonus is actually is pretty decent now. Once you combine it with that, like by itself, the two piece is really crummy. Like if you're lucky, you'll get one aim shot in that window to benefit from it. But now you can, like, I often get, like, I can get three aim shot, you know, guaranteed crits from that little four-second proc from the two-piece bonus. I don't know, it's just, it's just so, it's it's just powerful. Yeah, and you said you were getting pretty close to the crit cap, soft cap at least. Yeah, I think my crits, like, well, I think now I'm at, like, 46 or 47%. So when you combine that with the scope and all that, yeah, it's <laughs> so many crits. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a that's a big change too. I mean, when you think about having aim shot be instant, because it just makes managing, I would think, the rotation much much easier now, right? I mean, you know, if it, you're, it definitely yeah. is easier. It's I don't like it's surprisingly easier to it's like focus management everything i thought it would be harder like you just be overspending mm-hmm. your focus but it's it's not because like you can just you just dump your focus immediately yeah and you spend the rest of your time just building up your focus and it's a lot easier to manage focus actually i i know i think so because it's a long cast time too and if you if you make a mistake and you're like oh yeah you hit it <laughs> yeah exactly you can- it's if it's it's like over two seconds cast, so you kind of like, should I cast it? It's like, well, I've already started casting it, so I guess I'll just let it finish, even though it's not ideal. And then, but for this, it's just kind of like you just build up your focus, you fire one off. Mm-hmm. If you don't get a thrill of the hunt proc, it's like okay, just I'll generate some more focus, and then then fire another one off. And when you finally get a proc, then you can just hammer them out, you know. Right. And I mean, and at least I find with marksmanship, I mean, I I probably. Uh, 
favor aim shot a, a little bit more th- than I should to the point where uh, I have a hard time squeezing in barrage and uh, I take barrage usually over glaive toss but I almost want to have glaive toss because it's just easier to manage <laughs> into that rotation but you know I find a hard time uh, remembering to fire barrage kind of on cooldown or getting to get you know using it on cooldown yeah for single target I, I don't use it on cooldown really um, it's the only time I really use it is if it's like if um you don't have like a thrill to hunt proc or mm-hmm. rapid fire or the target's not above eighty percent health. Right. And if you got nothing else to do then oh you might as well toss in barrage. But I mean usually I mean use it obviously if there's more than one target then it's higher priority. Which is almost every fight, so you still yeah, use pretty it. Pretty much every fight. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of ads, but even so, I mean a lot of those ads I I, I just feel like I more of a single target priority. It, it's, it's true, yeah. If know. there's a lot of them up, usually there's one that has to die, and you're going to aim shot it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't want to waste that opportunity to use careful aim on the first, like the first hit. It, exactly, exactly, and that's the other thing too. I mean, there there are fights too where you're, or if I'm not at max focus, I want to spend that time building up my focus, especially if I know the ad is going to come out soon. So I've got plenty of focus just to launch with a you know an aim shot right away while the ad is still above you know 80 percent yeah those ads it's like the one time when i don't like shoot the chimera shot first because you shoot the aim shot first you're guaranteed you get like a lot of that focus back so it's just kind of more worthwhile yep you've seen so on archimond i've actually been having a lot of fun working in barrage especially so if uh doomfire what the the big green orb what's that called yeah, Doomfire Spirit. Yeah, the Doomfire Spirit's up, and you want to get, you know, get as, at least two of your aim shots during when it's above 80%, and you want to get your kill shots in when it's below 35%, but if that other, whatever, the guy with wings, the second ad is up at the beginning, you can kind of squeeze in a barrage right in between your careful aim aimed shots and your kill shots at the end and hit all three of them. I don't know, it's a fun little mini game with our rotation I've been enjoying. Yeah, it's... Uh, marksmanship is really good on our command. It's just... Uh, yeah, it's insane. Good it, it's, it's, it's honestly like overpowered. Like Every other class just trails behind. Especially if you got the four-piece. It's just like, we're so good at progressing on that fight yeah well and i've been doing especially well because our guild hasn't been getting you know a lot past 70 percent. so we have a lot of wipes in that first phase and <laughs> that means i'm in careful aim on the boss so anytime i throw out an aim shot on him i'm getting all these crits it kind of inflates the hunter numbers a bit yeah now i haven't seen archimond yet so so what is it about that fight then that uh why don't we talk about that fight a little bit because people are probably starting to get there and and knock him out that makes it good for hunters what are you guys yeah, I mean, doing just, on that fight it's the single target kind of uh burst priority which is marksmanship's kind of thing so much at. of your time is spent doing careful aim or kill shotting and when you're not doing that, you, there's opportunities to barrage like five targets. So it's just constant awesomeness. And there is a good bit of movement management for marksmanship that, uh, you know, you can kind of try to maximize your damage there. And, the, you know, 
that other casters aren't going to be able to handle as well as hunters because we've got that three-second window of movement before we need to stop again. So, I don't know, it's been... I've had a lot of fun playing on it. Not to mention when the, he uh, when he moves to the fire pools, you you just disengage away and the other, everyone else has to run over there. Mm-hmm. And that's why so, I think yeah. another great part of the four set for marksmanship is so when allure is it, it's called allure flames or allure yeah. something yeah and uh he drops these green puddles and you've got to get out of the way in like half a second before they turn into flames so you've uh you really want to disengage and if you don't have the foresight you've got to time some instant shots so you can uh so you can be using your disengage immediately you don't want to have to wait or cancel your cast in the middle of it uh, but with the four set, you know, you can just spam some aim shots and just hit disengage in between shots, and it works out really well. Mm-hmm. Another, th- yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, another thing that the four set's good for is um, in the last phase. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but those um, those spirits spawn out of the other realm. Mm-hmm. They charge. They charge at players. Anyway, they they run across the room, like the room, and they have to die really fast because if they hit a player. They explode, do a bunch of damage, and put a healing debuff on them. So when you when your aim shot has to be casted, like you know, sometimes it's just not not in time because it moves. They move so fast, but with the instant aim shot is just like bam, bam. <laughs> it's just it's because I've done it both ways, like without the set bonus and with, and it's just completely night and day. Yeah, it's I suppose it's so you have an ad that's any ad that's dying fairly quickly. You know, you might not have 2.1 seconds to get off your regular aim shot in the first 80, or first 20% above 80% health. Uh, so yeah, with that instant, it's just so much quicker. You get so much more careful aim. It's a really crazy set bonus. It is. It's so much better than it looks on the surface. Like just because of all these little things, it opens up. And you wonder too, because and this is, happens every now and then. They'll they'll introduce a set bonus that is so good that you know it's almost hard to go back and 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 and, and live without it. So you wonder if making aim shot instant could be something they do as a baseline function of marksmanship in, in the next expansion, or would that just be too crazy? I mean, obviously they're okay with it in this setting, so the idea that it would be like that all the time isn't too far fetched. Yeah, I saw that in our show notes here, and I just can't imagine it happening. I mean, I think it's exciting right now. For one tier, it's going to be fun. But eventually, it's just too overpowered for such an easy spec to play. It's just, it's, MM is pretty easy right now. I think, I don't know who was mentioning in our chat room here, the, you know, you're starting to see a lot of people making fun of MM with the four set, because you've got three yeah. buttons to press, and <laughs> everything's instant. I don't know, it's just, there's not a lot to it. And it's exciting right now because, you know, we've been dealing with these huge cast times. But for more than one tier, I think it'll be, it'll just get boring. They'll have to nerf it. Uh, and then it won't be as exciting because you don't get the huge crits all the time. So, yeah, I just, I can't imagine that working unless they totally rework the spec. I guess PvP would be a problem too, I'm guessing. It's a lot of uh, damage you can pump out in a few <laughs> global cooldowns. Yeah, that's true, and I hadn't really considered the the, the PvP uh, side of things. Uh, so, so maybe not. And that that would be the big fear I would have too. Is that it would like I said, if it's if it's that good, 
Yeah, they might make aim shot instant, but then they would probably nerf it so that it's now feels watered down. You know, it just feels like a arcane <clears throat> shot, and then it, then it's not, that, and it actually would feel a lot like an arcane shot, which is you know not not the goal of the the spec. But it's interesting because I always thought marksmanship was supposed to be kind of the more complicated spec going into to this expansion, and now it's they tweaked it enough here. <laughs> With the four piece, that it becomes much a fairly simple spec to play. It's yeah, the four piece makes it easier. I'd say without the four piece, I mean, there's you still have to do a lot of like thinking and like pre planning. Even though it's a few buttons, you still gotta mm-hmm. you know think where your focus is and where it's gonna be because you you know it's not as quick to react when it's not instant. But yeah, as it is now, it's um. You could, basically you can focus on the fight mechanics and stuff and just put out uh, insane damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that's simpler no, than S, I'd say it's even simpler than SV was in BRF, which was kind of known as this is the easy one that still does pretty good damage. And so a lot of you saw a lot of hunter raid leaders. I think Roger was playing it because it was a little bit easier and he could focus mm-hmm. on raid leading. Uh, and I feel like that's kind of how marksmanship is looking with the four-piece. Simple, easy to play. You can focus on other things. You have plenty of time to look at your uh, sniper training. So it's not like sniper training is this extra thing you have to think about. It's kind of the only thing you have to think about. Well, and that's sort of where I was was going with that too because, you know, it's it's become easy and survival was kind of pegged as the, the easy, the simple spec uh, uh, for hunters. And that was part of the reason why I think it got nerfed a little bit, you know, that the damage wasn't as good because it was, you know, very simple to learn and, and to play. But now it seems like we've got this uh, spec in marksmanship that is almost as easy to play as survival ever was. And yet it's doing, you know, pretty amazing damage overall. Yeah, it's just the, the whole thing, how we can just focus on the fight. It makes Hunters, like, with the four-piece, just so good for progression and just and the fact that like we actually are encouraged to target switch because we do more damage, yep. that's just even more benefit to progression because you know the hunters are they they want to be on the ball with target switching where normally people don't like to target switch because it hurts their DPS but for us it increases it. And I think that's really the the major point with hunters right now, and I think especially at lower gear levels before you get into a lot of the tier eighteen gear BM you might be able to do significantly more dps on aoe type fights but that marksman does important damage it does a lot of damage it's the exact damage you need done you know to progress in the fight it's it's uh necessary damage i guess it's not you know there's no real padding on there except for maybe barrage well and and you said you got the the legendary ring uh this week bendek how has that been for you i mean what what and and are you only one in your group that's got it now, or how many other people have legendary rings in your raid? Uh, just just a few of us do. Um, mm-hmm. I think this week in the heroic raid there was like God, I think there was only two DPS of with it, and we were both ranged, so activating it was a bit of a pain. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's 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 good. Now. I mean, it's damage. It's right. It's 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 not as exciting as getting the legendary cloak, though. Because that's it's, that's more personal and it's, I don't know, it's just cooler, I guess. Yeah, this so thing top, is, 
yeah, I was going to say, talk about how this one functions then and, and how is it different than the cloak. Obviously, the cloak was, was buffing you, but well, this one... Well, I mean, it's... Yeah, the, um, it's just... You just use it as like a trinket, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, increases your damage by 25% for 15 seconds. And when that is over, 25% of all the damage you dealt in that 15 seconds is released in a big explosion. And you have to be within 20 yards of the target to hit anything with that explosion. But it's raid-wide, so only one person in your... One DPS in your raid has to activate it, and then it activates for everyone at the same time. And the explosion happens from that person who activated it. But you're still credited uh-huh. to your damage. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so if you die during that time, then you kind of... You'll lose out, I guess. Um, is it a shared cooldown as well? I assume that assume that it is, right? So you can't sit there yeah. and chain these together. Oh, yeah, it's shared. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to, honestly, when the whole raid gets it, it's just going to... It's really going to trivialize some stuff. It's just because it's just these right. so, such big burst damage, you know? Well, what's the cooldown on it, too? It's, what, two, three minutes? Two- Two minutes. Two yeah. minutes? Okay. Yeah, that doesn't seem too bad. So Which, yeah, it lines up perfectly. With rapid fire is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Basically, on the opener, typically, like the explosion you get is typically about 500k or so. Because it also player? uses... Uh, well, for me, anyway. It depends on, on your spec and everything and how much damage you can put out in that window. Which, again, yeah, is mar- marksmanship is good. Have we gotten worried on how it's working with pets? It it takes all of your pet damage okay. too. Yeah, wow. it I, puts it, I haven't puts played the game at all, including Stampede. Wow! Yeah, that's that's huge then for the opener, at least. Yeah. So obviously, you'd want to use it on cooldown. I uh, I would agree, but obviously, but in combining it with uh, heroism, honestly, I think or, I think in a lot of fights too. it won't it won't be used on cooldown. I think it'll be. Used at specific points. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some fights it'll it'll just turn out that using on a cooldown is the best. But I think a lot of fights you're going to want to save it for specific things, just to almost like trivialize some mechanics, you know. And that's, so that's I, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just to say that's really good to bring up because I think there's especially for marksman players where our cooldowns really line up with it perfectly. Mm-hmm. If you are holding that off, you know you'll have to get. Fifty percent more rapid fires to make up for not using rapid fire at the same time as your uh, as your ring buff. What's it called? I don't remember what the buff is actually called, but but you know, so you can you can wait even if you you know push rapid fire back to three minutes. If that's how often you're using your ring buff, you're going to still be about break even at that point on using rapid fire with the ring buff instead of without. And if that's when your guild or your raid group really needs the damage, then it's going to be the best time to use it. If it's more than every three minutes, you might want to look at using rapid fire on cooldown instead. But it'll yeah. make some interesting decisions. I think for yeah, most of the time you're just going to want to hold off on rapid fire because I don't think you're going to. I highly doubt you're going to wait more than three minutes anyway. To you know, or else you're going to start missing out on entire ring procs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think at the most it'll be delayed like 30, 45 seconds for some important ad or something 
And I think almost always you're going to want to line up rapid fire with it. And I think, yeah. guess your second stampede, you'll also want to do that with. Oh, or if sure. you're not using it on pull, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. But I, I guess you, that ring proc is going to be more than the damage you get out of your trinket procs at the beginning of a fight. So. And, and the ability be to. No, go ahead. No, that's all. Yeah. As I say, and is the ability to upgrade the ring, if they implemented that now, or is that coming? In a later patch, and that's, that's like, implemented. Yeah, yeah you have okay. to. Uh, if you kill Archimonde on normal or higher, you already have the ring. He mm-hmm. drops an item for you that upgrades the ring by three item levels. Yeah. And does it upgrade the proc as well, or? Yeah, everything it does. I thought so. I thought that scaled. So yeah, so it's going to be pretty crazy. I guess that's going to be their way of. Uh, nerfing the encounters so to speak by by buffing us that way and making things a little bit easier uh as you go along yeah especially once um guilds get the those uh those quests to unlock to skip ahead yes, right. raid. um the second quest you skip ahead to manoroth so i think a lot of guilds like mine when we start working on mythic is just going to be a matter of you know before we do anything Jump ahead, go to normal. Jump ahead to Man- to Manoroth and just kill him really quick to get the upgrades. Yeah, yeah I was just saying, you know, it'll be a lot of incentive to do that, especially you know, just to kill him in normal, just to get your upgrades, and then continue, you know, do heroic or 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 it depends on where you are. Like if you're working on mythic, you might even just want to go kill him in normal just to get the the items. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, I just said normal because it's. He's. It's a lot easier than oh, heroic. Yeah. Yep. So, even on heroic, he's really tough. It's. I. It's probably tougher than some of the early mythic bosses. Yeah, I know some people have been saying that. I know certainly from mythic, it sounds like he is one of the toughest end bosses they've they've introduced to, to date. Not just in this expansion, but but period. Sounds like he's a very difficult boss and. I, at least for me, I've noticed that the jump from normal to heroic seems pretty big. Just just the normal instance to the heroic instance, there's a, a pretty big gap there. So I can only imagine how difficult he is on, on heroic even. Yeah, still only three guilds have killed him on mythic. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it yeah, is still lot. early. I mean, it's only a month into it now, about. Yeah, just about, you know, we're only about a month. But it's into still it. been a lot longer than, like, for Blackhand, for example. Yeah. I think a month into it, there was a lot more kills on him, I think. But uh, I get, the last guild to kill him, Exorcist, they had 740 wipes. Did they? I, I know Method had, what, about 400? Was it 472? Was that the number? It was so, Something like that, yeah. Something like that. It was So it was up there for for them to get that first kill. I just crazy. I don't even know. Seven forty wipes. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, yeah. there's no way for me to look, but I, I, I don't know that I've ever. I'm just trying to think with all the raids that I've done and all the bosses um, we wiped on, what the largest number of wipes I've ever had on, a, on a individual bosses. But it, it doesn't even begin to approach that on any difficulty. You know? No, I think my highest ever was like. Professor Putricide Heroic, mm-hmm. <laughs> twenty-five man Heroic. It was I did something like seventy-five or eighty really? wipes. Okay. To, me, to me, that's like an insane amount. Yeah, I, I know we were up around fifty for Syndragosa, which that seemed high for me. And then that's, that's, I'm just trying to imagine. Gosh, and these guys are doing. 
472 wipes, and it's in a very short period of time too, right? That's not even spread out. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, it's hard. like a week, a week or two. Yeah, ours is ours was like 50 week, 50 wipes spread out, probably at least over four weeks. You know, that is some serious hours right there, and you're, that's a lot of hustling and getting back and pulling, <laughs> one after the other. Uh, but that's good. Well, I'll look forward to getting the, the legendary ring at, at some point here. Like I said, the tomes are all I've got left. I've sunk all the boats I've needed to sink. Uh, so we were talked about the legendary ring. We've talked, I think we've pretty much covered everything we wanted to for today. Uh, so why don't we wrap this one up before anything more bad happens? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then we'll 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 plan to come back in a couple of weeks. We should have it. We should be. Hopefully, we'll get a good show for next week. Uh, not next week, but uh, two weeks from now. Artemis, possibly how, next week. Yeah, she, I'm she still be, hoping for next week. Do we want to try something next week? Like, Roger. I mean, if we can get Roger Brown on, yeah. Yeah, we definitely want to get Roger on and talk about the world first uh, Archimond and and the whole all of Hellfire Citadel and, and find out about that experience there. It's always fun to get that. Artemis Howell should be done with her. Her move, I think she's out uh, in walk within walking distance of BlizzCon now, practically so, <laughs> which is good. I think she's hanging out with the devs and Solar and whatnot. So, yeah. see if she's got any good news for us there. But uh, with that, you have been listening to episode two hundred and twenty-two of the Hunting Party podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from ThrillOfTheWild.com and at DeliriumHunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and BendakWow on Twitter. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. And we'll have all these links available in our show notes. If you have a question or topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. I forgot I had messed with Artemis last week and it messed with me this week. Paybacks. Oh no. All right. Stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre está la emoción de los Keep your eyes on the beast. Don't forget to pay your dues and for the horde. Osirian and Kilgadim, Magdamar, Asgalor, Gruul, Cthulhu, and Razor.
Gregor. Onyxia to 